Welcome to the official Slate Star Codex for January 6th, 2020. Title, A Very Unlikely Chess Game. Almost 25 years after Kasparov vs. Deep Blue, another seminal man-versus-machine matchup. A picture of a chess game in progress. Neither competitor has much to be proud of here. White has a poor opening. Black screws up and loses his queen for no reason. A few moves later, White screws up and loses his rook for no reason. Better players will no doubt spot other humiliating mistakes, but White does eventually eke out a victory, and Black does hold his own through most of the game. White is me. My excuse is that I only play chess once every couple of years. Plus, I'm entering moves on an ASCII board I can barely read. Black is GPT-2. Its excuse is that it's a text prediction program with no concept of chess. As far as it knows, it's trying to predict short alphanumeric strings like E2-E4 or NB7. Nobody told it this represents a board game. It doesn't even have a concept of 2D space that it could use to understand such a claim. But it still captured my rook. Embarrassing. Backing up. Last year, I wrote GPT-2 as Step Toward General Intelligence, where I argued that the program wasn't just an essay generator, it was also kind of a general pattern recognition program with text-based input and output channels. Figure out how to reduce a problem to text, and you can make it do all kinds of unexpected things. Friend of the blog Gwern, Bronwyn, has been testing the limits of this idea. First, he taught GB2 to write poetry. Some of it was pretty good. Quote, Fair is the lake, and bright the wood, with many a flowerful glamour hung. Fair are the banks, and soft the flood, with golden laughter of our tongue. End quote. For his next trick, he found a corpus of music in ABC notation, a way of representing musical scores as text. He fed it to GPT-2 and got it to write folk songs for him. I'm a fan. Last month, I asked him if he thought GPT-2 could play chess. I wondered if he could train it on a corpus of chess games written in standard notation, where, for example, E2-E4 means move the pawn at square E2 to square E4. 
and there are literally millions of games written up like this. GPT-2 would learn to predict the next string of text, which would correspond to the next move in the chess game. Then you would prompt it with a chessboard up to a certain point, and it would predict how the chess masters who had produced its training data would continue the game, i.e. make its next move using the same heuristics they would. Gorn handed the idea to his collaborator, Sean Presser, who had a working GPT-2 chess engine running within a week. Quote from Sean Presser, Twitter. GPT-2 chess is promising. After an hour of training, 1.5b is pretty good at opening theory. Longer sequences tend to fail due to invalid moves, but this shows it's possible in principle to make a GPT-2 chess engine. And maybe after more training, I'll make fewer invalid moves. Next tweet. I'll post some games, up to the point it generates an invalid move, which seems to happen around move 11. Paste this into chesstempo.com slash pdnviewer and a chess game up to move 9. Next tweet. After a day of training, 2.4 million examples, GPT-2 1.5b can reach move 14 with no invalid moves. A list of the first 14 moves of a chess game. Next tweet. It can reach mid-game by removing invalid moves. Another list of chess moves up to move 27. Next tweet. GPT-2 chess update. I wrote some code to calculate the probability of all valid chess moves. It can reach endgame now. It starts to blunder every game at around move 13. We suspect it's losing track of board state. It's trained solely on PGN notation. Next tweet. I am preparing to release a notebook where you can play chess versus GPT-2, if anyone wants to help beta test it. 1. Visit collabresearch.google.com slash drive blah blah blah. 2. Open in playground mode. 3. Click runtime, run all. 4. Scroll to the bottom of cell and wait 6 minutes. If you get stuck, tell me. End of tweets. You can play against GPT-2 yourself by following the directions in the last tweet, though it won't be much of a challenge for anyone better than I am. This training explains the program's strengths, good at openings, and weaknesses, bad when play deviates from its expectations. For example, G. Greer analyzes why GPT-2 lost its queen in the game above. By coincidence, my amateurish flailing resembled a standard opening called the Indian game. GPT-2 noticed the pattern and played a standard response to it. But the resemblance wasn't perfect, so one of GPT-2's moves, which would have worked well in a real Indian game, brought its queen where I could easily capture it. I don't want to conjecture on how far mere pattern matching can take you, but you will at least need to be a better pattern matcher than this to get very far. But this is just what a friend of a friend managed to accomplish in a few days of work. Gorn stresses that there are easy ways to make it much better. Quote, Obviously training on just moves with the implicit game state having to be built up from scratch from the history every time is very difficult. 
even MU0 at least gets to see the entire game state at every move when it's trying to predict legal and good next moves, and depends heavily on having a recurrent state summarizing the game state. Maybe rewriting games to provide state, action pairs will make GPT-2 work much better. End quote. What does this imply? I'm not sure. And maybe it will imply more if someone manages to make it actually good. It was weird to see something with no auditory qualia learn passable poetic meter. It's even weirder to see something with no concept of space learn to play chess. Is any of this meaningful? How impressed should we be that the same AI can write poems, compose music, and play chess without having been designed for any of those tasks? I still don't know. This audio version of Slate Star Codex is provided with the permission of Scott Alexander. I am not Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And you can find me at wearenotsaved.com, where I also have a podcast. For anyone wishing to reference this content, please do so by linking to the original post. If you think having an audio version of Slate Star Codex is valuable, and you have nothing better to do with your money, consider donating at patreon.com slash sscpodcast, or leave us a review somewhere. Finally, I'd like to thank Solenoid Entity 7425 for doing sound editing. You can find him on Discord. Until next time.